Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Wednesday, December the 20th. And welcome to our commentary. Let me begin by uh, referring you to an article that I wrote over at the American Thinker this morning. And the article is about that movie, The Christmas Story, uh, which is a movie that actually came out 40 years ago, but became very popular later. I think at the very beginning, people saw it, but in the 80s and 90s, it became kind of a classic. And and people now watch it every year. They they, they bought the movie. I kind of came became acquainted uh, with the movie in the late 80s, early 90s, and really got into the habit of watching it every single year. Now, for those of you who don't know about a Christmas story, this is the story of Ralphie and the BB gun and his little brother and two of the most endearing characters on, certainly two of the most endearing characters that I've ever seen in a movie. One is the father, the old man, as they used to call him, who is just hilarious. That's all you can say. And then the mother, who is, you know, just an absolutely beautiful character. And I mean, just for many of us, it reminds me a lot of, uh, of our mother, uh, who were that, you know, that kind of mother uh, character. But it's just a great movie. It's just a great movie. So I wrote a post about it uh, today over at the American Thinker. It's sort of like my review of the movie. And uh, I I tell you what I like about it. Number one, it's it's about family, and I always like that. The second thing I like about it is the story. The story is really good. You know, this kid who wants a BB gun and, you know, all that kind of stuff that kids go through. And and then some of the scenes in the movie are just hilarious. Like when when Ralphie, you know, said a bad word and the mother put a soap, piece of soap in uh, his mouth. I mean, what a what a hilarious uh, part of the movie that is. Or you remember when the mother broke up the fight? Uh, between those two kids, one of them, Ralphie. So it's just an absolutely great movie. And it reminds me of childhood. That's what it reminds me of. Now, that movie uh, took place, I think, in the early 1940s. So that was way before I was born. But the story is is not that that different. And it's a movie about childhood because there was a time, I know this is a shock for some of the young people, but there was actually a time when childhood meant that you would be outside all day that you would be playing outside, either whatever you did outside, sports, running, whatever you did. You spent most, most of your childhood outside, and you would come in to have lunch or have dinner. Uh, summer vacations, you were generally outside playing, and then your mother would scream that the dinner was ready, you know, uh, at 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock or whatever. But So it kind of reminds me of my childhood growing up. Uh, like that, where we used to play outside and boys would be competitive and they'd be outside uh, doing things. And the girls had all these cute little dresses uh, that they used to wear. So that's what I love about the movies. It just reminds me of a childhood. And it's a movie that I watch every single year. I, I Whatever channel is showing it, I watch it because it's an absolutely fantastic, fantastic movie. So A Christmas Carol. Uh, one of my favorite movies, and a post that I have over at The American Thinker. Uh, today, you can check it out over at The American Thinker, or I reprint. I reprint the, 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 the article on my blog uh, as well. So fantastic, fantastic uh, movie. 
Well, let's get into some of the serious stuff. Very bad decision yesterday from the Colorado uh, State Supreme Court regarding Donald Trump. And what they have decided to do is they're going to take Donald Trump off the ballot. And the reason they're doing that is because they say that Donald Trump engaged in an insurrection and that therefore he doesn't qualify to be on the ballot based on the 14th Amendment to the Constitution and a specific section of that amendment that was actually about Confederates uh, uh, many years ago. Well, to say the least, this is a horrific decision. I'm pretty confident confident that it will be overturned by the Supreme Court. But if you follow the logic, if you follow the logic of, of this decision, they are accusing Donald Trump of engaging in an insurrection that he's never been found guilty of. He's never been found guilty of participating in an insurrection. What happened on January 6th is not even an insurrection. But nevertheless, Trump was not going into the Capitol with the rest of them. And Trump very clearly said when he was speaking, he said, let's march to the Capitol peacefully. So certainly had no intent uh, to create the violence. But even more interesting than that, he's never been charged with insurrection. But even more interesting than that, Jack Smith, who is the special counsel for the January 6th, uh, investigation, he hasn't charged uh, Donald Trump with insurrection. In fact, that's not even part of the deal that he's looking at. So why would the Democrats do something like this? Why would the the the, the Supreme Court of Colorado do something like this? It's beyond me. It's it's hard to it's hard to understand the reasoning. I think it's purely a political opinion, not a legal opinion. Interestingly, they have seven members in the in the court Three of them said, no, this doesn't apply to Donald Trump. Four of them said, yes, very activist uh, justices. And even the lower court in Colorado said, no, you can't do this because it doesn't apply to a president. And by the way, that's a technically correct question. Uh, does it even apply to a president? So where do we go from here? Well, where we go from here is that Donald Trump has just been gifted another big gift by the Democrats. Because what they have done is that they have, I mean, just his base has just been energized beyond more energy. And I just think this is a huge mistake by the Democrats. They keep on coming back to the same thing. That is their obsession with Donald Trump. They need to let go of Trump. And they need to start talking about real issues that people want to uh, talk about. So I think this is a huge victory politically for Donald Trump. And uh, it simply once again demonstrates just the panic, the level of panic in the Democrat Party over the Biden presidency. So big victory, I think, for Donald Trump politically. And hopefully the Supreme Court will end this thing so that any other states thinking of doing this will, uh, will simply forget about the idea. Well, Texas has a new border law. It doesn't even go into effect until March. But, you know, they're already getting sued by uh, some of these groups uh, about the law. They're concerned about racial profiling, which is pretty stupid when you think about it, because the law will only apply to people crossing the border. It's not like they're going to be running around Dallas and Houston arresting people who look Hispanic, whatever that means. Um uh, I mean, it only applies on the border to people who are crossing the border illegally. That's, that's all that this is about. 
it's a way of Texas closing the border and at least uh, cur curtailing illegal immigration into Texas. And if you see some of these images that we're seeing on TV at Eagle Pass, where you have what appears to be thousands of people being processed, I mean, at, at what point does this thing just become a, a disaster? Well, I think it is a disaster right now. But I thought it was very interesting because they were interviewing, apparently one of the reporters was interviewing a woman from Colombia who was given one of those little pieces of paper about seeing a judge. She has, this is 2023. Her date with a judge is going to be in 2031. That's eight years in the future. So her, her legal appointment is going to be in the year 2031, eight years from today. So what does this woman do for the next eight years? She cannot work legally. Uh, and what is she going to do? Does she have a family? Is somebody going to support her? Will she be living off of charities? Is she going to work underground and get a job illegally? I mean, there's all kinds of questions that uh, come up that don't seem to have any answers. And the Biden administration is just absolutely worthless when it comes to talking or doing anything about this. Now, many people are, are, are you know, excited that this is going to go to the Supreme Court. Actually, I want this to go to the Supreme Court because I want the Supreme Court to settle this for once and for all. What are the options of a state like Texas when your border is not protected, when the federal government doesn't do its job on the border? What are your options? I like to see the Supreme Court answer that. And my message to many of the Democrats or the people behind these lawsuits, uh, be careful what you wish for, because you may get an opinion that says that Texas can do this. And in fact, I think that's the way it's going to go down. I think the, Fed, the Supreme Court is going to say, you know what? In the absence of leadership from the federal government, Texas has a right to defend itself and to protect itself. It's not just, people forget, this is not just about immigration. This is also about the money that this is costing. I mean, that's the problem in Arizona, where the governor of Arizona uh, has will be sending troops to the border, or the National Guard, and uh, also in New York and other places, where this is costing a lot of money to the local taxpayers. The governor of Arizona uh, just sent a bill to the Biden administration for millions of dollars to pay for to pay for all of this that she says is a federal responsibility, not the responsibility of, of Arizona. So what a mess. What a mess on the border. And yes, I am happy. I am happy that uh, Texas is being sued because I want this to go to the courts where I believe Texas is going to win. Well, one last thought here as we wrap up. On this day in history, 1843, so I guess that would make it 180, yeah, 180 years ago, the, the book, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens was released. Now, when this book came out, I'm not sure how successful it was, but I can, I can tell you that uh, in the 20th century with those movies that came out, it became a very popular story, and I watch it every year myself. I watched that movie, the black and white movie from the early 50s. That's the one that I watch and love. So uh, A Christmas Carol was published on this day. That's 180 years ago uh, today. What, uh, what an amazing run for a book to be talked about 180 years later. Amazing. So congratulations to Charles Dickens. Man, that was, uh, that was a great story. I think a lot of people really, uh, really bought it or bought the idea of Scrooge and so on uh, many, many years ago. 
Thank you for listening. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, and we'll talk to you later. Merry Christmas. I hope you're all getting excited about it. We have a few more days to go, but I hope everybody's getting uh, excited about it. Thank you. Have a wonderful day, everybody.